This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Today we are talking with Jana Bold with The Bold Opinion. Good morning, Jana. Good morning. How are you, Vince? Good. good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for, thanks for being with us today. Uh, you and I have, uh, met a couple of years ago. I think it's some press club debates and, uh, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally connected and we're able to do this because I, I really love what you're doing. And I think, uh, you're, you're one of those media outlets that I think people would be interested in knowing more about. But, so, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I always jump ahead. I was like, jump ahead to, to the, before I, before I do that, I want to say, I want to give you a chance to say, to give a little background about who you are and what is the bold opinion? What is it all about? Ooh. So let's, sure. let's start with what's, what's your background a little bit? Sure. Okay. Yeah. We can, we can take it back. Um, so hi, everyone. My name is Jonna. Um, I run the bold opinion and, um, I got started. Well, I always tell people that I started journaling. I think in elementary school, <laughs> I started off with, a, you know, a, a little tiny locket journal. Um, and I would just start writing down what happened throughout my day, who made me mad, you know, the teachers, you know, all those kinds of things, who are my friends and stuff. Um, and so that kind of started my journey of storytelling overall. And it, it grew as I continued to run through journals <laughs> and um, I, shoot it. My professional journalism, Started when I got to um, my undergrad, Georgia Southern University, go Eagles. And um, I was a part of the newspaper squad. I started as a reporter and then I worked my way up pretty quickly to a sports editor. And I was a sports editor for about two years at um, at Georgia Southern. So that was really cool. I was really into sports. I am still really into sports, but um, it's kind of evolved now. I'm still a sports lover at heart, but I'm really into arts and culture these days. Um, and I, yeah, I was sports editor, still continue to write and manage. And I developed a um, the first convergence between the newspaper and the local TV station, GSN Channel 99. I created my own sports show. It was called Sports Talk with the Georgian. It was a weekly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. You had me digging back into these (laughs) memories. Um, so it was a weekly sports show. I had, it was me. I was anchoring with another one of my colleagues. Um, and we would just talk about what was happening at Georgia Southern sports wise for the week. And, um, that was a really proud moment of me for, for me rather. That's because, yeah, it was a really proud moment for me because it was the first, it was like a stamp. And I think they still do it today, so that's actually pretty cool. See, that's that's that. the that's the best thing is is when something you started years ago is still happening that other people picked it up and they're they're continuing to do it. So, how long have you been doing the bold opinion, and and what is what is the bold opinion? Sure, sure. Um, so the bold opinion is a local Atlanta local uh, media outlet. We're independent, and uh, we do stories across the metro Atlanta area, interviews <clears throat> and event coverages. Um it started in 2016. I think that's when I really paid for the business license. <laughs> business license got paid for in 2016. 
Um, so that's when it was birthed. And um, it started off as just a, a blog uh, for me to to continue storytelling online. And um, I'll I tell you something, though. This is this is it didn't just come out of anywhere. I think in 2016, I was well, I had been out of undergrad, but I was um, searching for jobs here in Atlanta as a, as a journalist, as a reporter. Right. Um, in the journalism field. And I got me some internships, which were great, but I didn't land a position anywhere. And, you know, that kind of took me down a dark pathway of like, you know, am I really supposed to be doing this? Is this really what I, my passion is? You know, I had all kinds of questions about myself. And um, I said, you know what, if if it, this isn't going to happen for me right now, I'm just going to start. I'm not going to wait for anyone to come emailing me or come knocking on my door to to give me a position. I'm just going to start doing it. I have the skills. I have the knowledge. I know what to do. So let me just do it. Um, and so that's the reason why The Bold Opinion was birthed. And um, the name didn't just happen then. It like... <laughs> The name is the name. The Bold Opinion didn't just happen then. It was actually the title of my sports column in college. <laughs> so everything is kind of tying together here. And um, yeah, so that's what The Bold Opinion is. That's how we got started. And we're still here today. And and what's what's your what would you say? If someone said, what is the focus of The Bold Opinion? What, what, what do you focus on? What kinds of stories do you want to do and like to do? Um. So recently we've been. It started off as a sports blog in the very beginning um, with a random coverage, um, but now has evolved into different into different beats, right? So sports, uh, arts, news, culture, mainly culture is, is kind of where we live now. Um, so the things that happen in and around Atlanta, um, we definitely cover sports, politics as well, like, like what's happening in um, um excuse me, brain fart, uh, what's happening in the political world around Atlanta. So that's that's where we are today. Yeah, and I guess that that's where you and I first met was at uh, kind of the political mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you're you're kind of covering a, a lot of a lot of different things. And format wise, I know you, people can find your your content in a couple of different places. So let's talk to us about a little bit about where someone can find your your content. And let's make sure we mention the URLs and places to find it too. And I'll, I'll put that in the show notes too, but mention that too. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you can find us at the bold That's T H E B O L D O P I O N.com. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little radio in my days too. So I kind of have a little, you know, I like to show. That, um, that's, that's, that's good. Cause you know, you don't, it's so easy to you know you type you mistype a word and you're down a dark rabbit hole somewhere mm-hmm. a, a website yeah. where you didn't plan to get right. Don't want to go there <laughs> for sure. So yeah, theboldopinion.com is where we put up all of our written content, um, and you can also find us on all social media platforms at the bold opinion, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Right, let's, YouTube. Let's, let's rattle. Let's rattle. I mean, YouTube obviously it would be easy to find, but what's the Twitter handle and the and the uh, LinkedIn handles and stuff. For sure. Um, So LinkedIn is at the bold opinion. Facebook is at the bold opinion. I think Instagram is at the bold opinion with an underscore, but 
it's still the bold opinion. Okay. Um, I established these a long time ago, so they're pretty much consistent across good. the. That's good. Across the thing, yeah, for sure. All right, and then the, how do you differentiate your coverage from, mm. say, what other folks might be doing? What if you know if someone said, "What's different about what the bold opinion is versus what you know creative loafing does, or something like that?" For sure, for sure. Um, and I'm glad that you asked that question because I think that the bold opinion, it started off as a very <laughs> kind of, um, you know, let me restart this. The bold opinion originated as an opinion column <laughs> at Georgia Southern <laughs> University, right? So I was free to say what I had to say about whatever the subject matter is. And today I still do that, um, but I still make sure I have my own. I still have a column type post about it. It's not particularly a column that you can find on the website, but I make them into graphics. Um, So they're just like little blurbs of me saying what I have to say in a very bold way about whatever the subject matter is. So that still happens and I still need to get my opinions off boldly. Um, but, um, <laughs> what differentiates See, us between you, you have such a great name for anything, you know, it's like bold, you know, bold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you, you oh, can yeah. use bold text, bold opinions, bold copy, bold pictures. It's, it's just, it, it says, you know, it's like the name says I'm bold. And that's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I think of when I, when I see, when I see you and when I see, when I see your, your content, it's like, bold that's that's i mean that 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 is like a defining thing about you know your your content Mm -hmm. immediately for someone who sees that it's like okay here's what i'm going to expect from from this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna expect i'm not gonna expect someone who just retypes a press release not that that's a horrible thing but you know i'm gonna expect someone who's gonna give you know who's gonna be bold about what they about what Mm -hmm. they want for sure for sure and it just i think that we offer um another avenue of thinking in our reporting. Um, so, you know, the, the cut in the dry about journalism is just reporting literally what happened, right? The, the hard news way of covering something, this, that, who, what, when, where, why, couple quotes and you're done. But I blend like some feature writing into my, into my reporting. So um, I'm asking questions that aren't as shallow when I'm interviewing someone. So that puts a little twist on to whatever the story is and how someone is, is consuming it. Are there certain topics that you are interested in covering in the next weeks or months? Something that's kind of on your, on your radar. You think I really want to get into this, this topic, be it housing or elections or Mm -hmm. gun control or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I've talked about all of those, um, but recently, um, I believe the city of Atlanta just just came up on like 300 million, 200, 300 million in like uh, housing funding. So that's that's really interesting because um, I think the topic of homelessness and the rice, the the rice, the price, the rice, the price of, of housing in Atlanta is getting pretty ridiculous. So um, I'm interested to see how that's going to unfold. Um, I did a couple of housing type stories, real estate type stories recently. Um, they're both on YouTube. Um, 
one about tiny homes. There's a new tiny home community in uh, South Atlanta, right up, right by the airport. Um, so that just went up and I, I tend to, not I tend to, but I plan on following that story as well. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. So I think housing is something that I'm, I'm kind of getting in the groove of. Um, yeah, pretty excited yeah. for that. Yeah, that I, I was talking to another a radio reporter la- last week about housing and she had just interviewed a developer and she was kind of putting him to the fight, holding him accountable a little bit. Cause she was like, he was saying that, you know, they're, they were doing this development and they were going to allocate, I think he said like 10% of the units were going to be for what he, de- what he called affordable housing. And mm-hmm. she kind of stops. She says 10%. Is that, mm-hmm. is that enough? Right. And, and right. I think, and he kind of stumbled for a second. He said, well, I, I, he tried to answer the question, but I think his response was kind of like, there's a balance between, you know, as a developer, what you can afford to make your project mm-hmm. successful and what you really want to do. Like, if you really want to make, if you want to make 30% of your units affordable, mm-hmm. then maybe the profitability on the project is not good enough. And especially if you've got, you know, if you're a public company or whatever, it's, you know, you got to answer to, right. to people to do that. So mm-hmm. but she was, but she was pushing him. It's like 10%, really? 10%? 10%. Like, yeah. Like, well, maybe yeah. we could do a little better. <laughs> right. And those, that's where those, those, those questions come to really turn people's um, thought process on to, you know, think about the story a little bit deeper. So for sure. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, all right, so let's get to the the hard questions now. This, this is the hardest question. I always tell folks it's the hardest question. What is the coolest thing about you? And that oh, look at her eyes are bugging out. She's like, cool. Uh, and it could be you know a hobby, <clears throat> could be a hobby, could be something fun you do, something something folks might not know about you that it's like okay, this is kind of kind of cool and fun. Well, you know what, Mitch, I do a lot. <laughs> All right. I do a lot, and I it's it's hard for me to single out. You know, a few things. Uh, what's cool about me is that overall, what's cool about me is that I am multi-talented. I there's not much that I can't do. Recently, I guess my most I don't know, my most recent cool thing is that I have been a chef. <laughs> I guess I've been a chef in the kitchen. Uh, I enjoy cooking. I don't, I enjoy cooking. Let me just say that. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy eating a lot more. <laughs> so <laughs> that has influenced my joy of cooking. So uh, I think that is my first or the most recent cool thing about me that's been happening. But do you I have do a, a lot of things. Do you have a certain genre of certain type of thing that you like to cook? Ooh. So I'm pescatarian and, um, I'm pescatarian, so I've, I've for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Applause for that. I that's, yeah, that's, that's hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So I've been trying to develop ways to to do seafood uh, or any type of fish dish, right? Yeah. And so I think my favorite thing to do, my favorite is a jerk salmon pasta. It is. The, it is the bee's knees. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right, so so lightning around here. Sure, you don't have to do long answers to to these questions, but uh, 
first one is, uh, and I'm gonna, you can do a short, you can do one or the other, last book mm-hmm. you've read or the last podcast you listened to that you want to talk about. Last book I've read was um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Ah, very good. Okay. Um, what's your favorite local restaurant? Favorite local restaurant is, um, gosh, it's a tie between these two. Okay, you can, um, you can do it. Rocksteady. 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 Okay, you can put, Rocksteady. you can do two. I'll let you do two. What's Negril your? Village, Negril, and um, Rocksteady. Okay. Um, favorite guilty pleasure? Ooh. <laughs> favorite guilty pleasure is ASMR. Okay, mm-hmm. you why don't you explain that for folks who might not know what that is? Okay, gotcha. Uh yeah. Yeah. ASMR is ooh, we I can't I looked this up the other day, but it stands for like audio sensory meridian response. Ooh, I got it right. Ooh. Yes. Audio right. sensory meridian response. So it's like the when people when you get the tingles, I guess that's the the best way to describe it. When you hear something or you see something and you physically get the tingles from head to toe, it's a relaxation uh, mechanism. Um, so I use it when I'm stressed or even when I'm trying to focus or concentrate. ASMR. Okay. Don't put it down unless you try it. All right. Um, favorite local getaway? Favorite local getaway? I have to say it's Pont City Market. Ah, okay. That's a good one. Which is, is there like a, a restaurant there or, or a store that you really like? Or, um, I, I think there. it's just yeah. It, that's the I think that's the point. It's just it's so much to where it feels like it's not. It it takes you away from what you're already dealing with, and you can just go. You can shop. You can eat. You can play. It's just a lot of things that you can just do. So it's very active. Okay. Uh, and <clears throat> last question: favorite non-work hobby. Favorite non-work hobby? Because so many people, when I asked, I used, I used to ask this question, they would say, "Oh, I love my favorite thing. Favorite hobby is working." I was like, "No, got to be something other than working. Yeah. That, you, that is your yeah. that is a fun hobby." <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I would say um, gardening or horticulture. Okay, oh, that's good. I, I I do find gardening very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of my most of my stuff lives, you know. But if it doesn't live, then I kind of take that as a learning experience and figure out. Did I overwater it? Did I underwater it? Did I not get enough sun? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But that's that's yeah, a fun one. I love my plants. Um, sure. There's a <clears throat> reporter at Axios who is a, she's a plant maniac. She's got like Ooh. plants all over her, her house. She's, she's like, I, she calls herself the reporter with too many plants, I think is her Twitter feed or something like that. <laughs> that's cute. But I, but I would say, you know, it's like the oxygen in, in her, in her house has to be like, Immaculate. The best, right? Right. You walk in and you're like, ooh, ooh, immaculate, feels fresh and, and clean, yeah. right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Breathe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. So, is there anything about the bold opinion that we haven't talked about? Um, I know you. I'm looking at your. I'm looking at your website. So let's see. Oh, you've got a store. Well, can I buy stuff? Can I buy bold? You can. Stuff? We do have. We have merch. We have merch. Um, right. Yeah. So, so you can check the store out. Um, recently though, which is a really fun or cool thing that I have been digging into is that we are, we are developing, um, programming to bring media literacy and journalism to underprivileged youth 
let's say. Mm-hmm. And so we've been in uh, the school system. We've been we've been in the school system teaching young kids ages under like in fifth grade and below third, second, third, fourth, fifth graders about journalism and um, just giving them the the surface level one oh ones, introducing them. So it's really important to kind of get them a head start on media literacy and how to process information that they see, especially online, um, so that they're just not falling into this spiral of misinformation. Yeah. Right. That, that's great. You know, that's great. Misinformation is, it, is, a, is a big thing for all of us. Right. So. So is there a, is there a nonprofit that you work with like that? Or is it something you're doing yourself? I'm doing this individually and okay. um, with, with, developing well, developing that into uh, our own program like a branch of the bold opinion okay so yeah for sure cool well definitely keep keep me updated as you as you move that ahead that that's a that sounds like a great idea we'll do we'll do for sure it's all it's right. fun it's fun working with the kids all right we've been talking with Jana bolds with the bold opinion uh thank you Jana, for being with us today oh it was a pleasure uh, mitch yeah this is this has been great um thank you and uh, as always you can catch our Journalist Spotlight podcast every other week, and usually on Sunday afternoons. Uh, and uh, if you're looking for our database of Atlanta Media, go to leftsatlantamedia.com. Oh, and make sure, if you're watching this on YouTube, that you click that subscribe button, because I'm not quite there to the, my whatever thousand people I need to 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 monetize my YouTube feed. I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near where you are. <laughs> but I'm working you can get on there. it. I'm working yeah, on you it. Can get, look, it, it just, all it takes is just like one or two. It just takes a moment for it to happen. And that's exactly <clears> what happened with us. So very good. <laughs> We're happy to be here. Keep going. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And everybody has, have a great weekend. Bye-bye.